Blog Talk Radio. You better open up your eyes. Let's get into it. All Let's right. get into it. You know, uh, everybody's. Well, let me not speak for everybody. I'm doing fine. I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm fine. Huh? Fine is red. Uh, you know, uh, how you, Papa Diddy? Yeah, how you feeling? Doing good. Long day. Long day. Yeah, that's how it starts. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Long day. Yeah, I'm getting to but, it. Um, our lead story here, just to knock around. Uh, yeah, what we got on the top of the list today? Lead story. Have a little booth. Hmm. Huh. Let's speak on that. Uh, what you got for us? Mm-hmm. What you want? I know you got something good for us. Derek Show. Story. Oh Lord, I said something. Oh, good. Derek Show. Nothing good in that. All right, what's? I did hear they they said something today about a sentence. Yeah, what did they come up with? He, uh, sentence to uh, 22.5 years mm. for putting his neck on George Floyd's, putting his knee, knee on his on, neck uh, for mm-hmm. nine minutes and nine seconds, I believe it was. Wow, crazy. So the former Minneapolis police officer, Derek Chauvin, has been sentenced to 270 months or in calendar years would be 22.5 years in the murder of uh, George Floyd last year. Chauvin, now he's only 45 years old. Man looks a lot older. Okay, he was, <laughs> he was expected to serve yeah. only 15 years. And um, the judge and the judge also said the fact that I'm not doing this to prove anything to anybody. Yeah. You know, the judge getting a nice speech saying, look, yeah. this is just this, this justice. It's got nothing to do with anything. Don't think I'm pressured by the, no. the Floyd yeah. family opinion or Black Lives Matter. Or yeah, public that. opinion, yeah. So uh, I can't think it's called Hensipin County Judge. Mm-hmm. Minnesota got so many interesting counties. Where's the county prince uh, lives in? What's that called? Oh, God. Chan-Hassan. Chan-Hassan. Oh, that's the city. I don't know Chan-Hassan. what county it is. Yeah, well, Chan-Hassan. Either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway, they all had the little towns in there. Uh, the judge, his name was uh, Peter Cowhill, said the sentence was not based on emotions or sympathy, but said he needed to recognize the pain of the Floyd family. Wow. All right. Wow. All right. And a uh, memorial regarding this uh, sentencing order, Calhoun also said that uh, two of the four aggressive factors that played a part was that Chauvin's abuse, trust, and authority was mm-hmm. uh, cruelly uh, disrespected. He, he showed no 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 remorse, no no anything. He sat there with his knee on his neck, and he had his hands in his pocket, 
which even put more weight on the man. And the man just died in front of everybody, uh, which yeah. was a very interesting thing. It was seen all over the world. And he sat there like, you know, and this is the way that he just treated people normally. And everything you do in life sort of catches up with you after a while. You know, you, you go in them circles and you're chasing women too much or you're chasing anything too much. Sometimes he loves he lives by the gun, dies by the gun. Mm-hmm. So, um, so twenty two and a half years, huh? Mm-hmm. Twenty two and a half. Yeah. Well, this still has to go through an appeal process. I mean, he'll serve it. He'll, he'll start serving time, but they still get a chance to appeal, see whether it's going to be overturned, reduced, or whatever. And then you got the be the good behavior factor, right? Right. You right. know that that turns into like maybe nine months a year, good behavior the, taken off. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So it, it'll, it'll be knocked down to about 15 years in all actuality. He'll be putting in for parole and putting in for this and that, and you know, who knows? Donald Trump might. Do you come think back that was and, enough? Well, the biggest, well, the bigger issue is that even if we're looking at just about the years and everything like that, the bigger issue, well, not the big issue, but the bigger accomplishment was that he actually. This was this was one of the first cops that actually got. You know, publicly convicted for murder. You know, uh, you know, uh, for a black man, that's that's basically because everybody else got off. Either they, you know, you do a little bit of time here, you get a little bit of suspension, you get a little vacation time and stuff like that. This actually, this was this was this was major. You know, and of course yeah, we that can't is true. we can't ask. You know, I mean, of course, you know, you know, even if even if this wasn't the uh, what you you know the the sentence that we wanted. This was at least a sentence in the direction of that, in my opinion. At least this was this was major. And this was major. Yeah, at least it, it wasn't a slap on the wrist. Oh yeah, because like at least to be convicted. Because you got to think, he, whatever the years is, he, at least he was convicted, and he was shown he was convicted as guilty. Yeah. You know, like in most of the cases, they'll say, "Oh, not guilty," or, or "guilty," or "guilty with prejudice," whatever they, you know, however they want to do it, but. At least in this However one. they spin it. Yeah, at least in this one, he actually was convicted, you know, uh, as a guilty as a guilty party, you know, and uh, this was this was major, you know. Uh, I, you know this well, I applaud them, the, the, the judge, mm-hmm. that he didn't let all the external stuff right. get in his head and get in the way. Right. And he did what appears to be what was right. Mm-hmm. So... We'll see how it all goes. Yeah, we'll see how it all goes. Start with out, the but it'll be, and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, it's going to be a lot going on. Yeah, it's, 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 this ain't the end. But. but you know what? He ain't going home tonight. So that's what's Oh, yeah. yeah. They took that's him out of there right into the cell, wherever he's supposed to be serving time. Everybody, yeah, you want to do the rundown? Uh? Yeah, yeah. Let me go ahead and give you the rundown for tonight. We got some hot topics for you. Awesome. We've got... Uh, uh, so far, we still see 159 missing after the partial building collapses near Miami. Terrible tragedy in that situation. Uh, we got Rudy Giuliani suspended from practicing law in New York. Yay. Biden reaches a $1.2 trillion infrastructure deal. Uh, hit it and quit it headlines. Atlanta IKEA apologizes for putting together a stereotypical Juneteenth meal. Supreme Court finds cops cannot barge into homes in misdemeanors. Michigan GOP investigation finds no evidence in the 2020 voter election, no 2020 evidence voter fraud. And top general defends studying critical race theory in the military. The cocktail of the week brought to you by Mr. Lowe, the blue jellyfish. Jelly, jelly. 
Oof. And what's poppin' with Papa Didi? We got your weird news for this week. Holy cow, not again. More bovines get loose. Emergency crew rescues sex doll, mistaking it for a drowning woman. California kids visiting Florida tried to tame an alligator. What were they thinking? I'm just saying with red wine, what's your point? Living for the city with Papa Didi. The Hollywood wrap-up brought to you by Mr. Lowe this week. The kiss it list and the last word. So sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail in hand, and we're going to take a quick break. And on the other side, we're going to get right into these hot topics. So hang out with us, and we'll be back on the other side of the break. just enough, just enough for the shit Okay, but why are we doing Stevie Wonder? I thought we were doing pajama party. Well, I, was, I was talking about my little, uh, one, of my segment, one of my segments of uh, Living for the City. Join the party. Now you're riding me. Um, That's every Friday night at 9. Pajama party. No yeah. clothes allowed. Kettle and red wine. Uh, step on my parade. I had the mic first. And they're coming in just trying to, uh, you know. It's my turn. Oh, yeah, she gonna sing. <laughs> I don't know what number to call. Oh, yeah, uh, call us at 914. 803. 803. 4306. And press 1. And press 1 to be put into the queue. And uh, say what you have to say. You can read off what we're talking about. Come up with a new subject of your own. We're, 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 hear from you. we're liberal. We're liberal. We're easy. It's the Eastern Time, we're here at 9, 9 p.m. Friday nights at uh, 6 o'clock West Coast and uh, what, maybe 7 o'clock in the mountains or in the, <laughs> yeah, 7 in the mountains, uh, Michigan, Michigan and New Orleans and all that, we're like an hour back, yeah, but 9 o'clock on the East Coast. 9.15, time. 9.15, 9.15. Don't be late when you listen up. It's 9 o'clock on the dot. That's right. Every Friday night. We'll see you there. Goodbye. All right, welcome back to the John Party. When you host Papa Didi, I'm here with uh, Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. And special guest tonight, uh, Mr. Love. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Uh, you know, uh, definitely. Mr. Love coming through the line. Uh, ain't no surprise. Let's, uh, let's open up your eyes. We got Papa Didi on the line. Say what's on your mind. Right. Uh, our first story would be... Uh, the situation in Miami, which is really, really sad. I mean, you can't even imagine, you know, and I, I really applaud the people that get on the news and they're trying to talk like they're, you know, they're talking to the news reporters like they're trying to really uh, stay enthusiastic about it, but I'm sure their heart is broken. The way this building went down, it, it went down almost like the World Trade Center just crashed down, and it went down early in the morning, you know, one thirty, two thirty in the morning, something like that, and uh, most people were sleeping, and it just, it just, just disintegrated, and right now at least 159 people are still missing. Mm. And uh, so the mayor of Dave, Dave, Miami-Dade County signed a local state of emergency, filed immediately uh, eight minutes later uh, by the governor, and obviously President Biden was actually the first to uh, chime in and say, whatever they need, we got it. Right. So uh, they're in the basement of it trying to crack things from the basement, trying to go through the parking lot, I guess, and work their way up. I mean, it's a very tedious thing because you can't really move stuff because there's a bunch of rubble and all kinds of stuff. And it's just when something collapses, there's everything everybody had, everything from toilets to, and then you have fires and there's water 
and there's it's all kinds of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's so tedious. And you got cars, and they've they, they got to get around the cars in the garage before they can even break the seal and they get in different houses. And it's just it's very tedious, very tedious. Their own lives are in jeopardy. So the Federal Emergency Management Agency, which is uh, FEMA, has approved the emergency uh, declaration uh, from the state of Florida for the uh, it's called Surfside uh, building collapse. A news release issued Friday night by the uh, Florida Division of Emergency Management. The approval will allow for additional resources to be brought in. According to the release, both the state and county declared emergency after the building collapse. FEMA was already deployed, uh, had already deployed several resources, including protective equipment in search of uh, rescue teams, dogs, uh, mobile incidents, mm-hmm. um, management units, uh, drones and assistance, uh, color images and all that, 3D mapping and all kinds of uh, blueprints of the building and everything, everything they can to dissect it any way they can. Right. The lawsuit filed Thursday accuses the association of the of the, of the, the association of the collapsed condo of failing to secure and safeguard the safety and property of the condo unit. Mm. You know, because as you know, condos are big up there in Miami. Everybody is in and out. And a lot of condo, timeshare, you know, then you got the corrosion from the ocean and and I'm not even going to speculate because this is this is a tragedy, and really you shouldn't really uh, assume or get into anybody else's world that's going through a tragedy by trying to act like you're going to put your damn two cents in. So anyway, um, uh, defendants could have uh, prevented the collapse, you were saying, of the, uh, it's called the Champlain, uh, Champlain, Champlain Tower South, through the exercise of uh, ordinary care, safety measures, and oversight, and overseeing the building like some people are saying they should have. Okay, the lawsuit seeks damages in excess of $5 million to a different amount could be sorted for the, the case proceedings. Now, President Biden has also spoke with the Florida governor, uh, which is Red Wine's boy, oh my gosh. Ron DeSanto, who's a bumbling idiot. <laughs> According to the White Ooh. House, uh, following the building collapse in, in the Surfside, that left 150, 159 people unaccounted for. Wow. Uh, so in the early morning uh, of... Uh, in the early morning, Friday, early, early Friday, Biden approved the emergency declaration for Miami-Dade County. The White House said that Biden told the Santos his administration stands ready to provide uh, additional resources and assistance for state and local uh, needs. So the White House also told CNN and administration of the uh, Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, have been in close coordination with local officials throughout the past two days. It is continuing to monitor the situation. Biden will continue to uh, receive regular updates from his uh, Homeland Security teams. So, so there you have it. This is going on, ongoing right now. Building collapse, 159 people oh, missing. Crazy. You know. I don't know what number. I don't know what number they are at now. But at, at one point, there was about like 90 people still unaccounted for. Yeah, then jumped up to yeah. God. When they started out with 199. I mean, I don't know, and, and then they yeah, had video. I heard a two-digit number, like 90 or something. Yeah, like and they had, well, they had video. They had video. Because they found pictures and. Yeah, that video is crazy. That's crazy. I mean, for, for it just to collapse like that, I mean, like, some people think this could have been. In the morning, too, where everybody was sleeping. Yeah, this could have, I mean, we, 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 this could have been something else, though. I mean, because like, buildings don't just collapse like that. Like, that, that's some major infrastructure. But like, one thing I do know about areas of Florida is that they have serious problems with sinkholes. 
You know, you can just have a sinkhole that will appear uh-huh. in various places when that ground gets loose for whatever reason. And sinkholes have been known to swallow a whole house, animals, all kinds of stuff. Wow. So I don't know if, it, I mean, we still don't know. So uh-huh. I'm not going to uh-huh. say that that's what it was, but I'm just saying Florida does have problems with sinkholes. That's crazy. I mean, I, we were looking at it on the news and everything. Like, I was just like, that's crazy. Like, yeah, before it just collapsed. I mean, in a way, it, collapsed, it, it, it was just like, like a game of Jenga. You know, you just, you just. You know what? I said the same thing. Yeah. When I was, was talking like about them trying to find people looking for survivors. Yeah. And people were saying, well, why can't they just start taking stuff off from the top and work right. their way down? You can't do it. Like and I that. said, that's like Jenga. You yeah. can't just pull stuff any kind of way. Right. It's a strategic it's process. Very, yeah. You pull the wrong piece. And like the guy, and then the whole the guy comes on the He was saying, if you remove a big piece of concrete and it's the wrong one, it can cause something to crash down below exactly. it. And if there was someone who was still alive, that's going to smash them. Absolutely, yeah. Because then you know, you, you you pull that wrong piece, then you create the domino effect. Man. Exactly. And, and well, that's crazy. I man, pray for those. I, yeah, you got to pray for everybody that's out that's there problem. right now. That's um, cause I mean, there's still there's still people unaccounted for you. You know these guys. You know, yeah. family members. You got everybody out there. You know, the know people that are still waiting right. to find out. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, and and they now they've asked family members that are waiting to give a DNA sample so that wow. if and when they find that they can at least match it. Match wow, that's Ooh, that's, that's crazy. That's rough. That's crazy. You know, just to be able to identify, like yeah. by DNA, if they can't make a visual. Anyway, wow. let's let's move on. Yeah, we got to get out of that's here. That's right. That's, man, I just, yeah, prayers go out to them. That's just crazy. That's Absolutely. crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, we're going to come over to you, Mr. Lowe. Well, uh, I got, um, we got this guy. I mean, um. You've probably heard of him before. And uh, he actually got more popular uh, once Trump got into effect because I felt like his, you know, nobody really cared too much, or at least his career was still intact. But yeah. once Trump came along, uh, he, he popped, back, popped back up and uh, he became a rock star and uh, for all the wrong reasons. Uh, we got Rudy Giuliani. Oh, man, your boy. We got Rudy Giuliani. Rudy. Huh? Oh. Rudy. Rudy with stains in the booty, Giuliani. Oh boy. He's suspended from practicing law in New York. I'm gonna tell you that right now. That's what they. That, that, that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows he's a former, you know, former mayor, New York City mayor. So you know, uh, he was down there in New York uh, trying to do what he can do while he can't do it, but. That's bad. Now, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So now, um, he's been suspended uh, from practicing the law in the state of New York, and it's pending. It's pending further review. That's what it's doing. So this is a temporary suspension. It's temporary, but you know how the game goes sometimes. Just a, you know, a different act of the same show. Uh, and the ruling said, man. this is, this. the, the ruling said, uh, it was un- Controverted evidence that Rudy stained in the booty Giuliani communicated 
demonstrably false and misleading statements to the court. Liar, liar. Lawmakers and the public at large uh, in connection with, of course, Mr. 45 himself in attempts to try to uh, overturn the uh, 2020 election results. Mm-mm-mm. You know, he tried real hard. Oh man, I mean, these statements that he was making, uh, they were bolstered, they were they were propped up, they were uh, on a bullhorn to basically um, try to narrate widespread voter fraud, uh, victory in the 2020 uh, presidential election. They say it was stolen. It was stolen. That's what they say. Wow. But it just wasn't the facts. You have to understand. And rely on the facts. And a uh, good attorney would. Oh, so you know, um, they said they conclude that the respondents' conduct immediately it threatens the public interest and warrants interim suspension from the practice of law pending further proceedings before the attorney grievance committee. Is uh, uh, you know he was the lead defense attorney. You have to understand this guy. I mean, he was sweating bullets when he, when he was out there. He was sure sweating hair down. Oh, he was. He was, I remember he, that. He was. He he was hot. He was hotter than a pig in a in a Louis, Louisiana uh, pork farm, Uh-oh. knowing to get slaughtered. That's a new thing. I just had just those couple things. <laughs> you came out up with that one. Yeah, it's on the spot. But yeah, as his lead defense attorney, he was fighting overturning the election. It's crazy. He had several law, uh, lawsuits that he was putting out seeking another file of results in the battleground states that Biden had won. All of the suits was tossed out. All of the suits were tossed out. Not one, not two, not three, not four. But all of the lawsuits were tossed out. All of them. You had nonpartisan election experts and cybersecurity. I mean, you had all these guys out there, all the professionals. They found it out. And they said, you know, the claims. Just lying. I mean, the 2020, they say the 2020 election, it was one, of, it was the safest and the most secure election in U.S. history. So think about that. Not to hear Think you about say. that. All the, investi- all the investigators, the courts, all the professionals across the country all debunked the statements of being any widespread voter fraud or stolen election, everything of that nature. Uh, the AGC pointed to several provisions of the New York Rules of Professional Conduct that prohibit lawyers from knowingly making false statements or engaging in conduct involving dishonesty, fraud, deceit, mm. misrepresentation, inside and out the courtroom. All of this stuff was, was, was put in place because of Rudy staying in the booty, Giuliani. In turn, you know, uh, uh, he Giuliani tried to, uh, in his defense, what he wanted to try to do was, he tried to say he accused the AGC of violating his First Amendment rights for free speech. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so he's saying that free speech gives him the right to just out and out tell lies? Just lie. Just lie. Just lie. Unbelievable. If at first... They don't believe, lie, and lie again. Mm, mm, mm. You know, and that's that's what's going on. And um, 
Oh boy, let me. You know, well, well, I will say the 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 division of uh, for the first judicial department in the state Supreme Court, they rejected this claim. I'm going to tell you that right now. They rejected it. They said they said this is uh, in the words of uh, Joe Biden. They said this is uh, this is a bunch of malarkey. Hey, that's Joe's word. You're right, malarkey. And he said this is a bunch of malarkey, and, that, and that's pretty much what they told him. They rejected Giuliani's claim. This guy's full of yeah, he's full of crap, man. man. We 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 know what time it is, man. You know, um, you ain't you know, if it you know you you, you ain't got to you, you know if it's a duck even if it don't quack. You know, what I mean? all you gotta do is look. Well, that duck was quacking. You know, so dripping dye off his head, yeah. all kind of mess. But yeah, that's, okay. I'm putting Rudy Giuliani on the kiss it list. He gonna have to be on there. Matter of fact, put him on there two times. Yeah, maybe three. Okay, at least once for lying and once for being a jerk uh, off. I'll have that rule later. That's, okay. that's crazy. I've never seen nobody just like the way he would defend this guy. I mean, because he, knew, Rudy's smart enough to know what he, and everybody knows he knows what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And the way that he was, man, defending this guy and the levels that he went to, I, I mean. Oh, he wasn't being duped. Like some of those people who were up oh, there on no, the no, 6th no, no, of no. January talking about they were duped. I'm like, how were you duped? And by whom? Yeah, no. You uh, believed what you wanted to believe. I'm going to tell you right now, in my world, what they, you know what they call those guys, uh, Papa Didi? They call those, uh, uh, he, he, was, uh, he, was, um, he was a PCH. You know what a PCH is? Mm-hmm. PCH? He was a professional cockle. Oh, boy. That's what he was. I've never heard that term. Yeah, he, 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 but it know. doesn't sound like something nice. He was a he was a he was a professional cock hoster, uh, and you know. All right, I'm gonna move okay. on to this last hot topic. You live your life, Giuliani. What a jerk. Anyway, uh, in some positive news, I would call it <laughs> President Joe Biden and a, bar- a bipartisan group of 21 senators finally reached a compromise yesterday to modernize the nation's deteriorating transportation and public works system. So that was putting the president in a position to pass the first plank of his sweeping infrastructure agenda. Of course, you know, it still has to get through multiple layers of Congress and whatnot, but this is progress because they hadn't even been able to get any kind of agreement up till now. So Biden made it clear that he would only sign a bipartisan infrastructure bill if Congress also approved a larger measure focused on human infrastructure programs like subsidized child care, home caregiving, climate change, which right now only the Democrats are supporting. So that $1.2 trillion plan includes $579 billion in new spending over eight years, focusing on the physical infrastructure like the roads, the bridges, uh, the rail system, broadband internet, water, sewer pipes, um, and electric vehicles. That's something else they're trying to put money into. Now, I'm going to pause right there and say it's interesting how they finally got an agreement right after something happened in Washington. Mm. What was that, like Wednesday? Wednesday or Wednesday. The fell on 295. Yeah, the bridge just <clears throat> fell. Well, somebody hit it, a, a truck or something mm-hmm. hit it, and the whole thing just collapsed. Well, they saw it was rusty as hell, and those politicians saw the light flashing before the eyes because they go down that road probably all the time. 
that it is. So the whole bridge. Deep down, it's like personal interest also is like, you know, it's. Yeah, that's. Unless well, it happened in D.C., they don't care. Yeah. But all of them live in D.C. now. Are you kidding me? Oh, it was horrendous. Them, my, that bridge that... fell. It fell on cars. All the traffic was backed up. Accidents. They had to shut Did down. Did it split down the middle or something like that? It, it was... fell. It was an over, like a pedestrian walk bridge that right. went over Kenilworth Avenue, Route 295. Wow. And when the truck hit it coming down he 295, left his boom. He left his boom the whole thing the just came down like that. On top of 295. So they had to block off exits coming off of 50, because 50 is right down the street from there. They had to block off 50, block off the other sides of 295. That's crazy. Until they could, you know, get that cleaned up. Fortunately, nobody died. But it was crazy. That was very fortunate. Wow. And then here's yeah, but nobody died. That's major. That's 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 because I think that the truck that hit it. It was so big and bulky with his boom up in the air mm-hmm. that when he snatched it, he kind of kind of took it with him. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it didn't literally just fall on people. Right. It was snatched out, and I think the big truck kind of pulled it and hopefully got things out of harm's way, but uh, I'm just speculating. No, nah, I, mean, I mean, even if you are, it sounds like you might be on the right track because nobody died. I read palms and stuff like that. Oh, boy. That's very good. But... As I was saying, you know, you had that happen just two days, two or three days ago. And then the situation in Miami where a building just falls, you know, the the nation's infrastructure is in trouble. That's crazy. Well, you got to figure, too, the last four years, Trump didn't do crap. Just talked a bunch of stuff. He yeah. didn't he ain't really get nothing done. No. It's almost like you having a boss on the job that just don't do shit. <laughs> all they are is the boss. Uh, yeah. But they're not making a difference at all. At all. Yeah. So Trump let four years of just do nothing. And he's hanging out. He's hanging out with Putin. Who was the guy from North Korea? Double uh, jerk off. Kim Jong. And, and Kim Jong. And what's so crazy? His golf swing never got better, even though he was always <laughs> on the. Uh, yeah, he could have at least improved his golf game. You know, I was trying to see if maybe he was going to get into the PGA after um, <laughs> after his four. If he buys a ticket, time. that's about all he's going to uh, do. So anyway, um, you know, with, when you start talking about budgets in the trillions of dollars, the first thing they say is, how are you going to pay for it? So he was proposing, he being President Biden, was proposing several ways to pay for all this spending, including beefing up IRS tax enforcement. So basically telling IRS, go after some of these people that are not paying their taxes or people that are doing crazy stuff with their taxes. That's money right there. Go after that, collect that. That's a, a way to get some money. Um, and he was saying about uh, people who are avoiding the gas tax increase, you know, you might have to do that to bring some money in. Um, of course, the Republicans were resisting a corporate tax hike because that's all the rich folks, and they don't want to, you know, make mm-hmm. them pay more, right. which is what Biden had proposed all along when he was campaigning. So, you know, like I said, it's not guaranteed that it's going to get past Congress, but, you know, they they got to try something. Because, like I said, the, the country is literally falling apart. Yeah, it is. You know, between the climate change, all of that going on, the Arctic polar caps are melting at an alarming rate, the bridges, the, tra- the, the, the rail systems, uh, the streets, everything. 
the water. I mean, Flint still is having a problem in Flint, Michigan, with the water. How long is this going to go on? I mean, it shouldn't be this difficult to replace that stuff, but yet this stuff just drags on and on. And Flint, Michigan is just one place that's having a problem. So anyway, you know, they're going to keep working on this and see if they can get all of this through Congress. But you got people like, you know, that marionette Mitch McConnell who sits up there and makes statements like, Whatever Biden tries to do, I'm going to block it. Uh, he doesn't even care. It's like you don't even get a man a chance. You've you, already decided I'm going to be a speed bump and a roadblock to whatever President Biden wants to do. Oh yeah, he, you know he. Uh, I mean, what kind of what kind of way is that to run a country? To say because about, you represent the opposite party, I'm not going to agree about power. to anything you say, even if it's right, yeah, it's about, even if it makes it's sense. About, it's about power. You know, that's really all it's about. It's about yeah. Power. Let me put Mitch the Mitch on the kiss it list. We got to put Mitch on there because if, he, if he's holding it up. Don't forget his wife. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's all dirty. Eh? And the miss. That little okay. Ichi girl. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Ichi. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go there. Uh-huh. All right. Well, that wraps up the hot topics for this week. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we're gonna come back on the other side of the break with some really good hit it and quit it headlines. We got some good stuff for you this week. So, oh yeah, uh, we're gonna hit it and quit it. Oh, absolutely. That's what we do. All right. We'll be back on the other side of the break. You're listening to the Pajama Party Show. We'll be right back. Your finest cognac over a glass of ice and a short glass. Goes great with Papa DD's segment. Living for the City on Blog Talk Radio every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time or apajamaparty.com on a live stream. I want to talk to that Papa DD myself. I'm going to hit him up. It's on 914-803-803. 4306. Once again, that's 914 803 4306. And you should too. Hi, welcome back to John Party. I'm here with Red One. Boom, Sly Dog. Special guest, uh, Mr. Lowe. Mr. Lowe is here, in effect, uh, live and in charge. Uh, but I'm going to pass it over and see what we got going on. All right. Well, we're going to hit him and quit him. I got one for you. This is crazy. IKEA in Atlanta apologizes for stereotypical Juneteenth meal. You know how IKEA has the, that little cafeteria in their stores? Yeah. Uh, well, IKEA in Atlanta has apologized after employees and customers complained about the Juneteenth meal that included fried chicken and watermelon. Oh! An internal email informed IKEA staff members that there was going to be a special meal intended to honor (laughs) the perseverance of black Americans and acknowledge progress yet to be made. Uh, this was according to TMZ. You know, they always dig up the dirt. This was supposed to be served on Saturday, June 19th, the day of Juneteenth, 
The menu consisted, check this out, of several items that included fried chicken, fried watermelon, chicken. potato salad, collard greens, yams, mac and cheese. And it did not go over well with employees who considered it racially insensitive and ignorant. <laughs> They said you cannot say serving watermelon on Juneteenth is a soul food menu when you don't even know the history that white people used to feed the slaves watermelon during slave time. Because I guess it was so plentiful and they were like, here, eat the watermelon. And that was, you know, something that was like something that they didn't want. So they would give it to the slaves. And they're like, how dare you? That is so hectic. So sources claim that 33 workers called out on Juneteenth and said, I'm calling out sick. I'm not working. Called out. Others threatened to quit. A store manager reportedly apologized to the staff in an internal email, and then they changed the menu. But the new spread included mashed potatoes, meatloaf, collard greens, and cornbread. (laughs) So they were still trying to do their little thing. But um, there was an anonymous employee who stated that the Juneteenth menu just got pushed to the next day. So they still did that same racist menu, but instead of doing it on Juneteenth that Saturday, they did it on Sunday. So what, it was the owner, so the owner is the one. Hold on, who, who put out the... Um, I guess it was the management there in the Ikea in Atlanta. That's crazy. Just imagine. Imagine. So they put out that menu. Then they're going to be wrong. I love everything on that menu, but that that that's some that's some. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out where's the racism with. The no, menu. that's some racist shit, man. Come on, man. Like you, you got if I'm you got because it's it's stereotypical. They 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 you know don't gonna be. No, 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 because because the, yeah, the combination of what they tried to well, I mean, we know this. What they tried to do was basically okay, bunch of black folk coming, mm-hmm. doing thing, all right, slaves, whatever, woo woo. They say, okay, black people, okay, fried chicken. Everybody, you know, black people, they like fried chicken. They like, they like watermelon. They like collard greens, mac and cheese. Now, if it was done in a proper manner, then that would have been probably more accepted. But to do it in that way where it was, uh, it, you can tell it was guaranteed. That's like, that's like, I'm trying, I can't even think of a scenario, but. Well, I got one for you. To me, this is the same type of scenario as when you have, Say if you're doing a dinner party and then someone says, and, and you're white, and you're throwing a dinner party and someone says, oh, I invited an African-American couple, and then you go, oh, well, we better put some fried chicken and watermelon and, oh. and candy sweet potatoes on the menu. Why? You think that's really all we eat? You think that that's something so special to black people? You know, it's like whatever you were going to serve, just serve that. Right. Don't go doing all this, what you think is black food. You know, that's not, that has nothing to do with Juneteenth. And to say, oh, it's a Juneteenth meal, let's get all the stereotypical yeah, yeah, things. Yeah. Let's you get know? the fried chicken out there. Let's get the greens and the mac. And, and look, don't get me wrong. They would have enjoyed it. They probably did. They, they probably did enjoy Well, it. enough of their I employees were offended enough to say you, that they, they were offended by it. Oh no, you see it. You I see don't it. see it. No, I, I need don't. to put it in a way. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of. Okay, like, well, Papa Didi said he doesn't. See no, he, 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 he. I don't think. First of all, let me put it like this here. When you just serving a meal, you're serving a meal. You know, some people can throw. <laughs> some people can throw their stuff up in there. First of all, I don't eat beef or pork, so I can appreciate some chicken. First of all, now if they would have said some shit like. 
hog malls and chitlins and all that. That would have been some typical nigga shit, mm-hmm. okay, in my opinion. Eating that greasy shit that's been giving us uh, diabetes and goddamn high blood pressure since Moby Dick was a damn mentor, you know. That, that That's what's killing us, and that was typical, and that's how we've been treated, eating them pork ears and, and, and you know, pork tails, anything off the damn pig. I think the the pork and the, the beef, especially the damn pork, would have been more of an insult of taking us back to diabetes and high blood pressure. Chicken is common shit. And I'm like I said, they, they could have had, they don't know what to feed us, you know, so why would you <laughs> tell, won't you tell us how to feed us? It's you know what I mean? That's what they should have done. Yeah, yeah. But, but should you should have talked to somebody. Right, but you can't. Yeah, agree. yeah you actually got to make it a point. Yeah. You can't go you in and criticize every <laughs> meal like it's beating up on us. How was the chicken? Was the shit good? I don't know. Because the, the black employees didn't go to work that day. Well, well so let me say know. something about black people. Everybody <laughs> black ain't fuck black. Okay? You can be boycotting the shit out of a Popeye's and a Negro will still walk by your ass and go get a chicken sandwich. You have a picket sign. They could have called you nigga four times in there. Well, I'm gonna go get my damn chicken sandwich. I don't care what that black motherfucker doing but out the there in the parking lot. But the point is to do something so we that all is ain't so black. stereotypical. We we all ain't yeah, black. she's talking it's about not so much about the action. Yeah, but don't, don't, it's the stereotypical you know, nature of it. But don't put the word black on such a damn, a, a damn. Uh, it's not about black. It's system. about stereotypical. Yeah. Just like have you ever heard people say, "Oh, all black people can dance." That's a stereotypical statement, which is not true. There's a lot yeah, of black yeah, folks yeah. who have no sense of rhythm. And I feel sorry for them because if you if you black you ain't got no well, rhythm, that's, that's a problem. You know, that's a I mean, but that's thing, just, you know. you know, people are people. Yeah. But it's a stereotypical comment when people say, oh, all black people can dance. All black people like fried chicken. All black people eat watermelon. Mm-hmm. That's not true. But that's a stereotypical thing. And to put all this on a stereotypical menu. And then put it on the front front. Yeah, yeah. Put it, I, put I it have out Now, was this food that still had to be paid for? This is food they were selling in their little cafeteria oh, so it was for, it was in now. honor of Juneteenth, and they were calling oh, see, it. Oh, see, in honor. So. How are you honoring Black anybody people. where you still got to pay a motherfucking bill? I don't understand that. Well, How that's that? what they were doing. That's not honoring nobody. They put nobody. together a Juneteenth menu honoring black people some honoring. kind of way. Well, and this it is should what have they been put free. Yeah. How come it couldn't be free? We well, no restitution. if they had made anything. it free, then yeah. I probably wouldn't have been offended. Yeah. Well, that was oh, like, that was oh. like buy it. It's ah. stereotypical. Now, if you just laid it out and said, hey, we just going to put this food out. If y'all want some, come get some. I'd still say this is stereotypical. That whole concept to me was wacky because it didn't make sense. You're not going to, you can't present somebody to something. You can't present something to somebody and say, this is special, but we still want your money. If you're going to do it for free, then you can serve what you want to serve because you're paying for it. But you want people to pay for something that you chose and then call it something and then categorize it. Right. That's when it's fucked up. Yeah, but, but the whole thing about it was that at the end of the day, what they tried to do, they was trying to feed to the stereotypes of that way. Right, even if it was free, they'd say, okay, well, we we know we got Juneteenth, so that's black people and all that kind of stuff. So, all right, what are we going to do stereotypically? We gonna, we, are we going to have fried chicken? We got mac and cheese? We got collard greens? So they tried to. If that shit was free. Motherfucker wouldn't been complaining. Yeah, no, they did. They did. Red wine already said that. Look, they would have been. They would have complained later after uh, they was full. You know what I'm saying? Because they were like, you know? IKEA in Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh, oh it's God. Atlanta. So they already know. Atlanta's it's down so south. Fucking you know. That's black. It's just like get them and quit them, and we didn't beat that one up. The so, got yeah. so much shit going on. That's crazy. Yeah, they do. 
All right. That's crazy. What else are we going to hit and quit? Over to you, Papa Didi. What you going to anyway, do? Anyway, y'all got me all in that. Hey, talk I to know. me. I know. All right, where we at? All right. Um, I want fried chicken right now. <laughs> I tell you, if they were serving... Don't be a Look, I ain't, I ain't mad at them. No, I think it's just, no, I, I don't, I don't think typical. See, down south, that whole pork thing to me is yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah. Because you go to North Carolina, yeah. people want to give oh, me, they got that, oh, everything. get some of this barbecue, bam, my, uh, my brother's been, been smoking this for nine hours. <laughs> if I don't eat pork, I don't give a fuck if it smoke for nine days. That's right. It's not appealing to me. Uh, anyway, I, I'm just talking. Yeah. Anybody in North Carolina I ain't trying to lose your, 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 you know, your support. Yeah, no. Anyway, uh, let's see. The, the Supreme Court finds the cops cannot barge into homes pursuing misdemeanor suspects, which is something that should have been relevant from the beginning. And the one thing I want to tell people here, just while I got the story in front of me, there is a huge difference between a misdemeanor and a felony. Okay, mm-hmm. huge difference. Thanks. There's a whole different court. Okay, one is a municipal court. One is a supreme court. Okay, I mean not supreme court, but a uh, what word am I looking for? Uh, this no, this federal. Federal. Anyway, uh, I guess you would call it federal, but it's, it, the word will come to me that I'm looking for. But anyway, there are two different situations. You know, as long as you're misdemeanor, you're going to the damn police station. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you you going to if you're in a felony, you're going to the state house. You know what I mean? You're going to really, you know, it's a different level. Just like in the military, they have summary court martial, general court martial, basic court martial. There are different levels of court martial. And every court martial will contend on how much time you can get in jail. If you got a summary court martial, you're not going to get no more than, let's say, five years. It's, you know, it's that, that's that level like that. But then if you got a general court martial, you can go to jail for life because it's a murder or something like that. It's the military side of things. But anyway, I just want to get that out of there because I think that when people talk about misdemeanor and a felony, a felony will follow your ass. You can get a misdemeanor expunged or you can explain it out and say this happened, I was such and such, or this happened because of this. Mm-hmm. But a felony is like fingerprints. They take your DNA, all your shit. You become, if you did some sexual shit, you become a sex offender. Whatever is linked to that felony, you know. Anyway. Right. I need to use my law degree more often. Yeah, um, anyway, uh, let's see here. Supreme Court finds that cops cannot. Now, anyway, the Supreme Court ruled 9 to 0, okay? 9 to 0. That means Lottie, Dottie, and everybody. 9 to 0. Okay, 9 to 0 on Wednesday in Lang versus California that the police are not uh, universally authorized to make warrantless entries into private homes mm. based on an officer's suspicion that a person committed misdemeanor you know, level of crime. You see, it's also the fact that some of these break-ins have to do with nosy-ass neighbors or racist-ass neighbors. Yeah. You know, and the sad part that I that I that I hate about dispatchers, and I don't want to get into a Papa Didi segment here, but well, what's popping segment? But the dispatcher will be overzealous toward the crime of mostly people of color, and instead of the cop getting that report from the dispatcher and defusing it or taking it down trying to sell it, he goes in like a bull in the china shop just right. like the dispatcher gave it to him. Okay, true. Okay? Mm-hmm. And now he walk up there, and most of your crimes that they end up violent like that is because the dispatcher said, well, it looks like it was a black guy. Just like here recently, <laughs> they, they killed a black gentleman here in, in, the, in the Merlin area who was they allegedly was holding somebody hostage in a, in a convenience store. Oh, not long ago. But what happened? What happened with that? When the man came, when the when the man opened up the door, apparently they had a, a 
SWAT or somebody pointing at him. As soon as he opened the door of that restaurant, he was taken down. Yeah. Uh, it was no explanation. There was no negotiation. Or nothing. They shot him like 12. Like boom, 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 boom. And then when they went to talk about it, the young lady who knew the black man in her apartment complex, she talked about who he was and what he was. But it just seems like that when there's a different situation of a different color of person, as we all know, I'm not I'm not saying nothing new, you know. It's but when it's animal. a black person, it's just it, the person has to be like slated out. You got to just destroy, you know, search and, and destroy kind of situation. That, and that's the woman so that knew him had talked to the police and said he was yeah. going through a mental thing. Right. And can I come up here and talk to him? Let me talk to him. Right. And she I can said, get no. him to calm said, down no, and come we on got out. This. And the police told her no. Right. No, you can't talk to him. We'll handle this. Come and, you on. know, it's just so sad that when, when a bunch of white folks get together like wired earth motherfuckers, because, see, one thing that comes over people, and this is always remember this here, anxiety is a monkey, okay? And when your anxiety is up, you know, you, you, you're, you're not yourself. If you wake up and see your house burning, okay, that is major anxiety. You don't know what to do, especially if you're sleeping butt-ass naked. Mm. You don't know whether <laughs> yeah, normally run away. You don't know whether, water. You mean, don't know whether to put a robe on <laughs> or just put a sock on your Johnson. <laughs> you don't know to do what to do. I mean, you don't know what to grab, guys, who to grab. Yeah. I didn't mean to laugh at a situation. No, I was gonna like say that. some guys. But, but anxiety, yeah, anxiety is is anxiety is major. Oh yeah. So when a cop hits anxiety, it all depends on how you handle it. See, training for anxiety is very important. Just like when the police officer just recently shot that guy that she claimed yeah. it was her taser. Right. And then she said, holy, she says, holy shit, I shot him. What do you mean, holy shit? That right. was somebody's child, you crazy bitch. Exactly. Okay? Exactly. Now, I hope that she gets the same treatment that, that your boy just got. Uh, uh, what's his name? Derek Chauvin. Yeah, Derek Frank, Chauvin. she needs to be in the same situation. I, I don't think people have followed that case. In fact, that was in Minnesota he died. as well. Oh, hell yeah, he died. That's yeah. the same day it happened. But anyway, that that situation that happened in Minnesota as well. You're gonna come up to and she's yelling out, "Taser, taser, taser!" taser. First of all, if you I, if you yeah. close your eyes and I put a plastic ass taser in one hand and a heavy ass nine mil in the other hand, you can tell the difference. Yeah. And I'm not saying that as a you know draw your own conclusions. I don't want I don't ever talk like I'm preaching the gospel, okay? Because people draw their own conclusions, okay? But as a, as an officer of the law. I'm going back to when you training have, when, not, not so much training, anxiety. Yeah. It's not about training. It's but about how you handle. To it. They are trained. But you have to, to handle, handle anxiety. Your anxiety makes a difference when stuff happens, how you handle it. Yeah. You know, you have to handle anxiety. And that's what this lady didn't, you know, then she says, holy crap. But then she's surrounded by all her white counterpart police officers. Exactly. And this is what made her feel like she was now sheltered. Because these guys shoot the breeze, drink beer, yada, 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 and they, they're all covered in their own particular situations. But, but you know, and I said all that in reference to this particular situation here with this case with the Supreme Court. This was a no-brainer. Whenever something is 9 and 0, it's a no-brainer because, remember, and I'm going to end with this, Supreme Court justices are what? Lawyers, right? Mm -hmm. They've been to court before they became the top dog. Right, they know, they so. know the difference between what? A misdemeanor and a felony. And, a felony. and they said, hell no. We cannot hold people under the same. You do not kick somebody's door in for a fucking traffic ticket. 
Yeah. You know crazy. what I mean? That's crazy. And, and that's, that's how they treat us. And that's how, when I say us, it means the fact that they would not do that to their own people. See, no. One thing people got to understand about people of another race, and I won't say white people. Oh, damn, I just did. Anyway, well, the one thing about white people, right? White people will always see black people other than who they are. and they. But when they see their own kind, they want to give them a chance. Oh, he's young. He's on some 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 oxycodone. Right. He's just he's out. having. But a, when they see a black out. person yeah. on crack, he's a criminal. When they see him he's on a crack, yeah. You know, I mean, it's just, I, and I'm not like I said, I'm not trying to preach preach to you know. But you just made me think about Brianna Taylor, the way they burst in her place. Now they all making excuses they because they were they Keystone cops. They, the bullet went through the other. One guy got charged because the bullet went through the other apartment right and now Mm -hmm. they're trying to get him on that which is which is which is true because you shot so recklessly in an apartment complex Mm -hmm. there's nothing between the walls but sheetrock you know i'm trying to recall did they even have a warrant who knows i don't know that they did and they go you know first of all like like i said it's conversation from neighbors (laughs) yeah they selling weed over there yeah, they're, they're doing drugs over there. They get, get. Well, if you think they're doing something, won't you go undercover and go try to buy something? Instead of you just barging in like, you know, at 3 o'clock in the morning, thinking you're catching somebody. In most cases, 3 o'clock, what are people doing at 3 o'clock in the morning? Sleep. Sleep. Yeah. Sleep. Breonna Taylor, I'm sure, was sleep. Yeah, she was. Oh, she fucking her whatever, whatever comes first. Anyway. 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 Yeah, it comes last, but that's anyway. Let's right. uh, let's yeah. move on. I didn't mean to, a, I didn't mean to elaborate on that, but well, kind of. I'll just go real quick on this one here. Uh, you know about the um the Michigan uh, GOP. There was an investigation. This was regarding more of the uh, 2020 voter fraud and everything like that. And once again, I mean, we had a situation where. I mean, they find no evidence, man. This whole thing about widespread fraud and voter fraud election and all that, it's its, it's horse manure. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and then, uh, you know, and what was so crazy about it, and, you know, uh, this was a Republican-led in, in investigation that even concluded that. They said uh, uh, just, just past Wednesday, uh, there's no evidence. There's just no evidence of any widespread or systematic fraud in the Michigan's 2020 uh, election. They, you know, rejecting the claims by, 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 you know, by President Donald Trump and his allies. And they always, you know, try to muddy the waters and everything like that, saying it was fraudulent. There was just no evidence. There was no evidence. But they were determined they were going to find some. Hey, look, they, uh, who was the one that said it best? If the glut... If the glove don't fit, you must equip. There it is. Huh? Talk to me. Boy, Johnny Cochran. Oh yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, but um, but yeah, pretty much, man. Yeah, uh, all the reports they refute the allegations that Trump and his supporters have promoted throughout the entire 2020 election process and things like that, trying to overturn Joe Biden's victory. The release of the uh, report. Uh, comes after Michigan Republicans proposed bills that would they try to overhaul the state's election laws, including proposals that would re- require voters to submit IDs uh, or only be allowed to cast provisional ballots, restrict the hours that the voters could drop their ballots, 
in the in the curbside drop boxes and require a driver's license and state identification numbers to request a mail-in ballot. These guys were treating these guys like they were wanted criminals. They said, "Look, we need we need your ID, we need your social security number, yeah, we need your driver's license. They know our deficiencies. We need three bills in your name. But they know our deficiencies." Exactly. And they know what we're not going to bring. Exactly. But why do you know us so well when you claim to hate us so much? Because ah, they study you know? us. They study us. They have to. They have I've to. gone to karaoke shows, and I've seen white boys sing that song. What is it? I got big butts and blah, blah, blah. They know every word to the damn song. Oh, yeah. You yeah. go to New Orleans yes, to a jam. karaoke show. Yeah. And that's another story. Yeah. We may like big butts. Yeah. We may like big butts, but what's wrong with that? Don't don't categorize us as that that's all that we like. But they study it. They know everything. <laughs> they know all the words to those songs. But uh the uh the governor, um, who was a Democrat, uh, Gretchen Whitmer, um, he denounced the measures and expected to veto the bills and officials uh but GOP officials were threatening to use uh Michigan law and gather enough signatures and do petitions and everything like that. Uh, to try to kind of veto the and enact the le- the legislation, but, but I mean still at it. these guys. I mean, but uh, but the Senate committee uh, that's led by Republicans, they debunked the claims that deceased people or non-residents voted in the election. Voting ta- uh, tabulators were compromised. They pretty much they denied everything. You know, uh, the yeah, ballots were dumped. That dead people had voted like thousands yeah, of votes. You know, dead people. Yeah, voted, they said votes that Trump, uh, votes Trump, Trump was switched. Trump you know, all, that was yeah. just you know you were just putting it in there. You know, kind of putting a little poison in that the water. That was Trump, and Giuliani, and uh, the Montello you know? guy. Yeah. So Mike, um, uh, what's his name? Lindell. Let me put him yeah, on the kitchen list here. Yeah, so, so yeah, it, at the end of the day, um, the committee said there was no evidence that thousands of absentee voter ballots were mailed out without having been requested, uh, adding that people who made these claims were equating absentee ballot applications with actual absentee ballots. And pretty much it was, it, it was just, it was just a whole pile. It was a whole pile of horse manure. And, and everybody knew it. It was just that it was just you got to sow. You you know how it is. You have to sow the uh, uh, confusion and put everything out there and all that to to, to, to put but confusion. But all they did was waste time, effort, and money. Uh, but, but they all knew it. But they you know at the end of the day it was just you know because now and now they they you know Trump thing about coming back. You know what I mean? So you know at the end of the day all this stuff is just. Uh, you know. Trump's not even relevant. Trump's gonna be in the way in a couple. Well, years. he's trying to stay relevant. He's trying to he's stay gonna relevant. He's gonna be in the way in a couple of years. I'm telling you. Yeah. Well, he got it only. What? What is it? Uh, 2024 is it? Uh, you know, yeah. one person yeah, gonna go against in that primary is Mike Pence. Oh. You wait and see. Oh wow, that would be crazy. Yeah, because Pence been laying real low. Crazy. It's gonna be real. Yeah, Mike, yo, Mike. I ain't gonna lie to you. Mike Pence was. He is. He's more. He's smarter than you think. Mm-hmm. The way he was able to, you know, kind of like, not really manipulate, but to skate through the process. The, the way he was able to maneuver and, and keep his hands mm-hmm. clean to a certain point. Mm-hmm. Because one of the biggest things was uh, towards at the end when they did the, uh, that, the that that voter um, um, count when they did... Uh, oh, yeah. uh, you know, uh, when, and he had, to, he had to pick a, he had, it's not really like he had to pick a, he, had to, he didn't have to pick a side, 
But he had, kind of pick, he had to kind of pick his side. And that was so, January 6th. Exactly. So he he, he had to pick that side, and he had, he at least picked the side where it was like... He had no power to pick anything. He was just following the No, rules. but the thing is, though, he, he, he chose to... to 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 not try to act like he could pick the side, you know, like so. I mean, he's he knows that's not the smart. way it works, and he wasn't going that route. Exactly, he wasn't about to be no, no, you know, he wasn't about to be a. I mean, Trump's been bullying people for a long time, oh, yeah. and people have been falling for. It, but Trump's not relevant anymore. Oh, Barack yeah. Obama's not relevant anymore. Oprah is not relevant anymore. Whenever you get off that main stage, you know, you're on a side stage now. No matter how much you think, you know. You you're in the game. I mean, look look now, uh, how Gail King was always Oprah's best friend sidekick. Now shit, Gail King running the world in the morning. Right. You know what I'm saying? See, but certain people, certain and Oprah people, probably if, knew that all the time that Gail King was the bomb. Yes, but you if know? you got if you got a certain amount of power and influence, you could become relevant again. You know what I mean? So it's like not at seventy five years old. Yes, that might be I don't know. That's kind of like well Mayweather. Mayweather wasn't relevant, but then you know he came back and, and fought the little the little boxer guy. I mean, well, the YouTube. The little boxer guy. Yeah, yeah, he fought the little YouTube. Yeah, but that pay per view ain't paying him like it used to. No, absolutely not. Not but at he, all. Yeah, but if so. he if he was to come back and actually fight one of these young dogs. He'd be relevant all over. Yeah, but you'll start looking like a fool. Exactly. Okay, exactly. go out there and chase some young that, girls. No, you're right about that. But, but that, that don't mean that he'll be relevant. See how successful you are. Go yeah, to one of them clubs true. down in the heart of D.C. Oh, I'm talking to yeah, 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 I can feel. I'm a young man. I can do oh, well, it. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, well, Lowe, man. I can, okay. you know. Okay, well, can, oh, I, I, can I? May I? May I, can I? You know, I saw dirty. May I, can I? I don't know what they need to do. Mr. Lowe. Okay, that's fine. I just have this one last one. Uh, <laughs> this was the one. <laughs> this was, um, I don't know if everybody's been hearing all this conversation, I'll call it, about critical race theory. You know, that's become now the hot-button topic. Got these Republicans all up in, up in arms, got their panties all in a bunch. They are upset about critical race theory being taught in schools and now it's crossing into the military and they're really pissed off because they feel like people don't need to be really taught of about the horrors of racism, slavery, and the impact that it has had systemically on life in America. They just want people to just like, nah, don't talk about that. Just deal with the history that we do, that we talk about regularly and don't focus on all that negative stuff, all that dark stuff, you know, and they don't want to deal with it. So the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, uh, and I loved what he had to say, uh, General Mark Milley, he responded to that jerk-off Representative Matt Gates from Florida. Oh, Matt Gates. He is so stupid. He is horrible. But Matt Gates thought he was being cute. He was trying to, like, box this general in on a question on critical race theory and that he general, gets embarrassed he gets embarrassed all the time oh that general that gates get it like oh yeah verbally they know he's a clown him. they know he's a clown so the general said he's a clown well let me yeah. tell you what general milley said he said i've read mao Karl Marx, and lenin that doesn't make me a communist so what's wrong with understanding what's wrong with having some situational understanding about the country for which uh-huh. we are here to defend 
And then he went on to say, and I personally find it offensive that we are accusing the United States military, our general officers, our commissioned, non-commissioned officers of being, quote, woke or something else because we're studying some theories that are out there. And this was pertaining to critical race theory. So up until recently, critical race theory was not even really a household phrase, but it was used to describe an approach that had to do with studying institutional racism. But now it's become a culture war issue, and the phrase is stretching like all across, just all all kind of boundaries. So, of course, you know, Gates was trying to pose the question to Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, who you know is a black man, and Gates thought he was, again, trying to be cute. He was going to box the brother in the military, highest-ranking brother in the military, uh, Lloyd Austin, on this question, talking about uh, criticizing how the military had stood down, dealing with extremism, and and then the, the department doesn't have time to be thinking about critical race theory and all that. And Austin came right back and said, we don't teach or embrace critical race theory. I think it's a spurious conversation, but we're focused on extremist behaviors, not ideology, not people's thoughts, not people's political orientation. He said behavior is what we're focused on. And then he said, thank you for your anecdotal input, but I would say that I've gotten 50 times more of an amount on the other side of that topic that said, hey, we're glad to have the ability to have the conversation with ourselves and with leadership. And this is, again, on the topic of critical race theory. So he just shut down stupid Gates once again. Gates just doesn't know when to quit. He got shut down by General Milley. Then he got shut down by um, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. And then when when uh, uh, General Milley was responding, Gates was sitting there shaking his head like, nah, nah, nah. I said, you are the dumbest man. You need to just go ahead and get finally busted with all your dealing with under underage women that you've been dealing with he, he and get on out of here. He's one of those guys that's gonna get caught. Yeah, he's doing something stupid, like you know, like you know. He's already been caught. They just need to go ahead and, like my man on the Cheetos commercial, say finish him. <laughs> That's what they need to do. Yeah, they got money to he's push. Uh, they got money to push cases back yeah. further and further. Oh, further you push a case back, it just get lost. It get lost in the soul. Get lost in the system. You know. So, so to wrap it up, General Milley ended up saying that. He would also really like to understand what happened with the Capitol insurrection on January 6th. He said, I want to understand white rage, and I'm a white man. I want to understand it. Hmm. He said, so what is it that caused thousands of people to assault this building and try to overturn the Constitution of the United States of America? What caused that? I want to find out. That's what who said that? That's what General Milley said, the oh, white wow. man. Wow. General Milley. He wow. said, I want to know what, what, I want to understand white rage, right. and I'm a white man. Right. And that's what part of what critical race theory is. Yeah. It's helping to break down institutional racism. What is uh, all this stuff about superiority and blah, blah, blah? Uh, right. It covers all of Everything. that. Yeah. But these white, white people yeah. are scared to death of it. Yeah. And this one, that 1619 project came up in the schools, and they were trying to push it in different schools in the mm-hmm. books. That's basically teaching about what really happened with 
slavery in America. Trump came out with what he called the 1776 Project. Wow. Once again, celebrate whiteness in America. Don't focus on the slavery. Let's deal with the, Don't worry about 1619 slavery. Let's talk about 1776. Yay. Yankee Doodle went to town. That's what he wanted to do. It's pathetic. Wow. Anyway, that's wrapping up. I hit it quit it for tonight. I think uh, yeah, Matt, Matt might got to go on the kissing list too. Oh, he's a piece of work. Yeah, but let's go to the phone cool. line. Before okay, we are asking families to hold out. Hello, 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 caller. Caller, are you there? People all across the world watching, waiting. Okay, I don't know if they meant to hit that, so let's keep it moving. All right, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break, and then we're coming back with uh, Mr. Lowe and the Cocktail of the Week. He's got a good one for us. Stay there. It's another Friday night at the Pajama Party Show, and we're here with our PJs on because you know we don't allow clothes in here. If you enjoyed the Pajama Party Show, why not invite a friend or tell a neighbor to tune in right now? Go ahead and text them. I'll wait. Tell them to call us right now at 914-803-4306. And if they want to join in on the conversation, tell them to press 1 so that we'll know they have something to say. We'd love to meet your neighbors, friends, and relatives, so send them a text, email them, or call them up and tell them to join us for the Pajama Party live on Blog Talk Radio. The more the merrier. Or is it Misery Loves Company or whichever? Tell them to call us up on 914-803-4306 if they just want to listen or press 1 if you want to join the conversation. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party Show while I try to find out who hid the belt from my robe. I tell you the truth. Y'all know you're so wrong for that. Hi, right, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm uh, Winnie Hill's Papa Didi. I'm here with Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. And special guest, Mr. Lowe. Mr. Lowe, I am here. Ah, oh, wow. It's time for the cocktail of the week. Talk to me. Talk to me. Now you, oh, you talk to me. You, what you got for us tonight? You speaking my language. I got a little something special for you guys. Uh, let me tell you something. Uh, I'm going to go into my little mode right here where I, uh, you know, just perk uh, uh, her up, you know, get your glasses ready. I uh, hope it's more nice. Uh, pull out your glass. Uh, we ready to um, let's let's talk about this here. I got a drink called it's called the Blue Jellyfish. All right, I need you to understand that. All right, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go slow because I I need you to understand how important this is uh, for you to do this right. And uh, I got my um got my sexy voice on right now. So oh boy, uh, you know uh, you definitely. All right, break it down, Mister. Well, I just want you to be in. Uh, if you if you don't have your pajamas on, uh, put them on. Uh, if you don't have them on, uh, or if you uh, just take them off. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, this is the blue jellyfish. What you want to do? The ingredients in uh, pretty much contain eight to ten about. You need fresh blueberries. You need about two ounces of Tito's vodka. You need about an ounce of simple syrup. You need an ounce of fresh lemon juice and about one or two ounces of Pinot Noir. So this is where it gets a little tricky. You know, you got to twist that up a little bit. So what you want to do is you want to muddle fresh blueberries in a shaker if you have it. Uh, You add Tito's vodka. You add the simple syrup and the fresh lemon juice. Then once you get all that in the cup, you shake. 
you and, and then you pour it uh, over top into the rocks glass that's filled with the ice that you're supposed to have laid out for. Then what you do is you pour. Oh, very good. Very good. Very good. And then what you do is you pour one or two ounces of Pinot Noir over a spoon and into the glass to create a red wine float. So when you put that all together, what you're going to be doing is um, you're going to be drinking the blue jellyfish. And uh, that's what we have for you tonight. And, um, oh, yeah, we got we, we, we got to get you right. That, that, I want you to test that out. I want you to test that out, but that is our cocktail of the week. Um, I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, definitely something different. And, um, yeah, you, you, you should enjoy that. Sounds fresh. Yeah, te- test that out. It, it, you know, the blue jelly, you know. Blue jelly, man. All right. Thank you, Mr. Love. And the cocktail of the week is brought to you by DC Homegrown Entertainment. Woo, that was a sexy cocktail. Oh, yeah. We got to talk. I told you, we got to talk dirty to them tonight. Ooh. It's getting a little bit late, so. Uh, hey. If you're still having your pajamas, it's about time you start kind of slipping out of those now. All right. You know. Well, we got Papa Didi coming up next. Are you ready, Papa Didi? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Well, we got Papa Didi coming up next with the uh, what's popping? What's popping, Papa Didi? Oh, by the way, he is on a onesie right now. He's in his pajamas still. He on, yeah. Oh boy, Papa Didi in a onesie. That's what's popping, Papa Didi? That's another story. I got it from Old Navy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, it was so interesting that those. Uh, Gentleman said that I'll, I'll play on what you were just saying about those uh, those to the general and the uh, the secretary of defense. Mm-hmm. All right, because one thing you have to understand is maturity. You know, experience. I'm not even gonna talk age because when you say age, people get offended and think you're picking on. You know, and age is just it's a number. You know, what you did in your life is what matters. Now, how you gonna be over there as a punk ass? Uh, what's the name? Get. Yeah, you know, Matt Gates. Yeah, Gates. Gates. how you gonna be a punk ass Matt Gates who was born in, born on um, over there by the what is it, uh, West Palm Beach? You know, lived. In fact, they use his house for a movie or something. So his <laughs> parents been getting residuals. His father was in the politics. So they were just waiting for his ass to grow up before they could just put the silver spoon, take it out of his mouth, and put it in, in and put it in his hand. Yeah. He was just waiting for that. Yeah. But the one thing the boy never done in his life was able to get, get his own coochie, you know. Because any time you're chasing after 16-year-olds at your age, you're a uh-huh. congressperson, and you still out there trying to buy you some booty. And you're a congressperson. Uh, Damn. Man. man, you could have. Someone know, call him a monster. Well, mm. you know, I'll tell you, it's at the point now where you are who you are, you know. Yeah, and, he can't. And he doesn't understand. But then you think you can trump. Trump has made everybody think they could challenge anybody, and you can't. You can't. And Trump uses the word the Dems, the Dems, the Dems. I think the, the word Dems is a code word for the niggas. Whenever <laughs> he said, well, the Dems, the Dems, the far left, the Dems, the Dems, the Dems. Now, what if all the black folks decide to become Republicans one year? Uh-huh. What well, if we just flipped the script and, and got on their side? Could you handle it? Would you want to stare? No, you don't want to no, stare. You don't want to, you don't want to stare. stare from the beginning. You don't want to They're stare. chasing after everything that never was real. You're chasing after the the monuments, you know, mm-hmm. during the Civil War. Anybody, General Lee, and anybody else that got their monument, you want to keep it because you felt like at that time 
white folks have black folks at bay, and you want that back. Mm-hmm. It's not that they're they're trying to go back in time. They want shit the way it was because it was cool for them. Make blacks be completely stupid. That's why I told you earlier, yeah, make they, shoot us, they shoot us on notice. Well, you know what? If you can't see through all that facade, then then you're crazy as hell. And I'm glad those generals finally put things on blast on where white people are, you know, with, with their antics, you know, Republicans and stuff like that. And I'm not going to say all white people. That's a general statement. But I will say the Republicans and where they – and the biggest problem that they have is what they listen to. These jokers listen to Fox News oh, all day. Man, they guys. listen to white ring – right-wing situations all day. They listen to racist podcasts all day. They don't go to CBS. They don't go to NBC. They don't go to CNBC, CNN. They don't even go to none of these stations. None of them. They listen to the same rhetoric every day. And when I I listen, I listen to Fox myself sometimes. Right. Just to kind of get the other side of it, yeah. Keep an eye on their ass. That's why. (laughs) Anyway, I listen to keep an eye on their ass, and they're not talking to people. They're yelling at them. Yeah. If you turn on Fox, if you talk, you listen to anybody on there, whether it's Hannity. Or one of them other girls or that, that judge, what's her name? The crazy oh, one that they crazy. that they're she always terror. Yeah, they oh, they're she's just <laughs> she is crazy. Every time they talk they yell it. What is it? We got it in here. And the the tone is what it is. And like I said, Trump is the puppet of all this. But now, like I said earlier, he has no relevancy. You know, once you come out of the big house, yeah. you're not relevant anymore. And you yeah. did four years, and you was trying to do eight years like Barack. The first time Trump showed his ass is when Trump was the president, and he was a lame duck about to lead the presidency, and they was at that, uh, what's that party called with the journalists and everything? Oh, the, uh, the correspondence uh, yeah. joint. Yeah. When, yeah, Trump, when Obama made some comments about oh, Trump, man. Trump turned red as a damn plum. Oh, yeah. He was pissed off. His racist ass was he losing was like his a mind. He, was he, like he, a couldn't take, he couldn't take the, the criticism at all. Mm. He couldn't take none. That's why when Barack he he bugged Brock the whole time about the birth certificate, the whole time. Yeah. And you married to a woman as foreign as shit. Are you kidding me? Her generation don't go back 20 years where you'll find somebody swimming across the damn channel to get over here. Right. I mean, she's not even, you know, this woman doesn't even have history with her. She can't speak it. She can't. And then she put up with him messing with the prostitutes. And, oh, and before yeah. he was running, when he's running for president, he paid one two hundred fifty thousand, paid one hundred thousand. How the fuck are you married to anybody that's allowing you to pay three hundred fifty thousand dollars to prostitutes? Uh, and you still married to the ass? You either gullible as shit, or I guess you just hooked up with a sucker, or whatever the case may be. This is ran away, man. It's just. Yeah, a, you know. And then you got the situation where they first was in New York. She didn't want to come to New York because she was so set up in the Trump Tower, her and her son. But all of a sudden, when she came to D.C., now Trump has showed his ass so much he can't go back to New York. Let me tell you something. One thing about New York, and I spent a lot of time there, about 20 years. New York is only going to accept you if you stay a well-rounded person that people continue to like. Once you show your ass, New York will get rid of your ass, okay? They will, and they chase Trump out of there. Not literally yeah, chase him yeah. out, but he can't go they don't back want him because there. of they don't his antics and all. And yeah. Believe me, but see, they, they lost they, his power. They, they talk, they talk power all the time, 
And it's not about that. And I think that we, we as, as people of color, need to stop taking these crazy white folks so serious because they're, they're ignorant. All they know is what they know. All they know is what their grandfather taught them, and he was ignorant. All they know is what their father taught them, and he was ignorant. And now they're in front of you face-to-face, and all they know is that complete cycle of stuff they learned from ignorant people like themselves. Anytime you're trying to keep a statue up of the Civil War that set America free, they think just because white folks, you know, one loss to black. It was mostly blacks on the, you know, on the uh, on the blue side there. Only because they gave black folks guns. They said, "Shit, yeah, shoot at the yeah the, the ones wearing gray. Shoot them. Oh, we and the black folks fresh out of slavery. Oh, we can shoot them. Yeah, you can shoot them motherfuckers. And they shot them and and they won the war because they were aggressive and they had a plan like a good football team, you know. And then people down south didn't even know that they were free." Because it was in the South, you know, and once mm. they won the Civil War, the, the soldiers had to go down South after they won the war, left all the, the, the carnage, you know, all in the North Carolina, South Carolina carnage. They had to go all the way to Texas and tell the black folks, Juneteenth, yo, you guys are free. What the hell are you still picking cotton? What the fuck? You know? What the mm. fuck? Yeah. Because Jokers was already free up north already. Why do you think two Harriet? Years and two months why do you think Harriet Tubman took people to the north? Why do you think that I won't put a big toe past Washington D.C. and I'll turn my ass back around and go to Maryland, Delaware, Philly, New York, New yeah. Jersey? Yeah. I would not live past D.C. I'm sorry, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, Texas. You will not see my black ass in none of them states. I don't give a damn. Because I'm just too, people see me. White folks see me on a job or anywhere. They they know that I'm a, a real black guy. Because yeah, yeah. then you got your fake me out, you know, black guys. Yeah. That are non-threatening. <laughs> yeah. right, right. I know friends that I work with that are non-threatening. White right. folks love them. Hey, Bill, want to go lunch? Yeah. They'll never say yeah. Papa D. They never ask you to go to Subway. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Are you kidding me? You never, you never been invited I to Starbucks. Oh, my gut. You never oh. been invited to Starbucks. I don't even get involved in conversation. And I, and I don't uh, get led in the conversation by the Trump lovers uh, in the crowd, co workers in the crowd. That's funny. Yeah, and they, they damn sure ain't going to talk no politics. With and, and I'm going to say one more thing. Understand this here. As you roam through the world, roam through the city, roam through your job, understand that there are Trump lovers out there. People you talk to every day, they love Trump, and they'll listen to see how you feel about him. Uh-huh. So just keep your mouth shut. Don't be let in. Don't be lured in. Just, you know what I mean, just be cool. Go to work, make your money, and come home. Don't talk two things on a job, religion and politics. Gotcha. Okay? Yeah. That's it. All righty. Wow. Ooh. You that gave was, us a lot to think about. That was a lot. That was, that was definitely a shout out to... To Gilly, but that was a million dollars worth of game right there. I, I, don't, All I right. put a big toe past DC. All right, we got you. Man, that was... Well, you know, it's that time where we got to lighten it up now. Papa Didi put all the the heavy on us. He got deep with it. Uh, so we're going to bring it back up to the surface and lighten it up and going to hit this weird news. So I've got the first one tonight. Holy cow, not again. More bovines get loose. This is out of Huntington, West Virginia. The revenge of the cows heated up yesterday when yet another instance of a herd getting loose in a U.S. community. It was crazy, too, if you didn't see it. This time, a cattle-hauling truck 
rolled over um, rolled over along Interstate 64 in West Virginia, and an emergency dispatcher in the Cable County said a bridge connecting Huntington to Lawrence County, Ohio, also had to be shut down temporarily. The dispatcher cited policy and, de- and declined to give his name, said authorities were trying to determine how many cattle were on the track. However, they took off in several directions, including onto the nearby bridge. So cows were running everywhere, all across the bridge, running to the left, running to the right. So the dispatcher uh, said police in Ohio told him that they're running up and down the highway, too. <laughs> cows were running wild. Firefighters got dispatched to assist the westbound truck, which ended up in the highway's median. The driver was trapped for nearly two hours before being removed from the truck with just minor injuries. Uh, The accident, of course, forced the interstate shut down in both directions for several hours. Uh, And what's funny is that Huntington is the home to Marshall University, whose nickname happens to be the Thundering Herd because they sure had a thundering herd of cow running around. And this is the third time this week that cows have gotten loose in various U.S. cities. I think the cows are getting wise that they're getting ready to be slaughtered for burgers and steaks and whatnot, and they are making a run for the border. So that's what's going on with with the cows on the run. All right. Uh, let's see who's up. Papa D. I got this here. Uh, emergency crews uh, rescue a sex doll after mistaking it for a drowning woman. Oh, boy. That's crazy. All right. Uh, you rescued a see. sex doll? <laughs> that's what they say. Hey, uh, hey hold up. We need to hear about this. The team of uh, emergency rescue responded, rescuers responded <laughs> to the scene of a nude drowning woman. Only discovered that it was actually a floating of a full-size sex doll. Wow. The uproar was was uh, chronicled on Twitter by YouTuber uh, Nasaki Tiara. That was her name? Yeah, she was, she's from Japan. She initially believed that she had witnessed a real-life rescue in the city of uh, Hiroshima, which is off of uh, Japan's eastern coast. Right. While filming a fishing video, I thought a dead body floating in the water had washed up. Mm. But it was a blow-up doll, she said. She wrote about the strange scene someone else had mistakenly phoned in the authorities over the drowning woman, prompting an army of emergency vehicles, boats, cars, fire trucks, and everything on the rescue (laughs) for the person. (laughs) Photos showed multiple fire and rescue um, brigades, police, and an ambulance working, uh, the diving team and everybody. Oh, my God. Only to dredge up a dummy from from the water, breasts up. And, oh, man. Uh, thankfully, the adult toy was uh, rescued safely, oh. according to oh. the lady saying they, they show real professionalism in getting a nude body out of the water. Very good. Ooh. So They didn't collect any semen or anything. They, 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 they thought they had a corpse floating. Oh. Anyway, um, yeah, this oh. is Japan. They, you know, they're, they're bored over there. So, oh, that's crazy, though, because, you know, how do you, he, he, he had a bad breakup, from what it sounds like. He had a bad breakup. Yeah. Uh, Somebody just tossed her. Yeah, he, he, he tossed her. He tossed her. He had a bad breakup. Either that or she was wore out. Look at you. <laughs> well, if she was floating, that means she still had a little bit left in her. You know, like, <laughs> that's crazy. Moving oh, on. Moving on. Ah, man. He should be ashamed of himself. He could have at least just popped her or something and just 
threw her away. He just he wanted he wanted her to live on. He he probably was like, you know, maybe maybe there's another guy that can treat you better. He said he said he said there's somebody out there that can treat treat you better than I can. So uh, really let me get to it. let me get to my part of it. Um, that's a whole another story. That's a whole another yeah. story. Yeah. So what you got? But um, this is weird a little bit. I have uh, some California. I mean, we going out to Cali, but you know, these kids. Uh, you know, they was visiting Florida and they they tried to they tried to tame and. They try to tame an alligator. Uh, what what is yeah. it? What is it with these? Uh, I don't understand. What the heck were they thinking? They tried to tame. How do you tame an alligator? Is that is that a thing? I don't I don't I, I don't know. But it was crocodile three, Dundee, I guess. Oh my God! See. So what happened now? I mean, because normally you'll catch an alligator, but you don't. You, you know, you normally let them go back into you know to wherever their habitat is, but. It was three California kids that was vacationing in Florida. And what they did is they tied a rope around an alligator, and then they had dragged it to the shore from the water at Fay Lake Wilderness Park uh, in, in Brevard County. And... um. They dragged it? They, they dragged it. To sh- like, they tied a rope around it. And they dragged the alligator to the shore. It must have been a small alligator. I mean, because this isn't... The people, the, the kids was uh, ages 16, 8, and 6. So I don't know whose bright idea it was. But, That's crazy. You know, uh, it said that the 16-year-old, though, he's the one that made the lasso. He, he, he made a lasso from nylon rope and he had looped it around the head of the alligator you know uh, I mean I don't know I don't know what's these guys yeah that doesn't even make sense we just need what would even make you think that this is something you should do I mean anyway let me not you know you. Well, Fox 11 and some of the other reporters that you know mentioned things and things like that and uh, uh, they were just trying you know they were reporting on it and I think one of the guys, one of the fire chiefs, he said, I asked what their intention was, and their intention was to put a noose around the alligator, and well, what are they trying to do? Ensnare him? What is, my next question, he said, is next question, how are you going to get the rope off the alligator? Yeah, that's a good question. And he said, uh, I'm, an expert. I'm an expert. I'm going to take him to shore. What this guy is off his Wait, meds. Want something? He has to be. They said that the uh, they ended up. Long story short, what they ended up having to do is they ended up catching and relocating the alligator, and um, they had to put him down. They had to put him down, and oh, wow, you know, it became a nuisance alligator. Once they started messing with it, plus the size of. So they euthanized it, and no fault of the animal, but they said it was just some kids that made a bad decision. Uh, they, 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 I don't know, man. I, I, it, it's, I, I guess the 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 feed for danger and the uh, the the taste, the taste of uh, the taste of trouble was just. This sounds like enticing. these were not black kids. It couldn't have been. It could have been. <laughs> I, I I I actually I actually have to say, um, it definitely. 
Definitely wasn't any um, um, African American. None of my cousins. Um, it definitely wasn't that. Uh, okay. You don't just play around with alligators. No. I, I don't know. Maybe Not that's at a, all. maybe that's a new thing. I don't know. That's I know when I was growing up, uh, we I didn't. I've never played with an alligator. I know that. I don't know if that's. You a play thing. with an alligator, Papa D. Why he put a rope around it though, like treated like it's his, he's like it's his own pet or something like that. Like he lassoed it. Like I will at least make some shoes out of it. Yeah, he was. Oh, a, boy, here But we that's go. old school. Yeah, he may not know about alligators. Okay. Alligators. Well, on that note, on that note, we're going to take a quick break. And we're coming back on the other side of the break with, uh, oh, with me, with Red Wine. And I'm just saying, uh, you're listening to the Pajama Party Show. We'll be right back. This is the Pajama Party on Blog Talk Radio. The Pajama Party is produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment at www. DCHomegrown.com. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you. So pick up the phone and dial 914-803-4306. That's 914-803-4306. And tell us what's on your mind. There's a big fluffy pillow reserved just for you at the Pajama Party. So call us now. And remember, it's PJs only. No clothes allowed. Pass it on. Log on to www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner or call 914-803-4306. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party. Is it tea time, darling? All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One who's Papa DJ. I'm here with uh, Red Wine. Oh, bonsoir, darling. Yeah, hey, Mr. Lowe. Mr. Lowe coming to you live, baby. Ain't no surprise. You better open up your eyes, you hear me? All right. All right, we're going to go into a segment uh, of Red Wines called, um, what do you call that joint? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right, tonight I'm just saying, what's your point? Say what you got to say. What is your point? Huh? So there was a statue honoring George Floyd. Well, it's still there. Uh, that was unveiled during a Juneteenth rally in Brooklyn just last week, and it was found vandalized early yesterday. It was a nice statue. The statue wasn't bothering anybody, but somebody decided to act very small-minded and spray-paint it with graffiti that was discovered around 7.20, 7.30 in the morning yesterday. Now, this beautiful six-foot sculpture, so we're not talking like just a head. I mean, it was a six-foot sculpture of his head, so that thing is huge. Uh, it features George Floyd's likeness. It was scrawled with black spray paint because it was a light color. So they put black spray paint on it, and it had some white supremacist group's name spray painted on the bottom. Surprise, surprise. I'm just saying, what's your point? Do you feel better now that you defaced the statue of a black man who already has passed away? I mean, that took a whole lot of heart, right? Why don't you just these so-called white supremacists, why don't you guys roll up on a six-foot brother that's alive and try that move? Because people like you like to operate in the shadows and act anonymously. You don't want to come right out and own the bull that you say and do. You like to hide behind your little websites and your pamphlets and brochures and all that stuff that you do, spray painting shadows, I mean statues in the dark. But what did you really accomplish? Absolutely nothing. All you did was cause work for people that are going to clean it up. 
because they showed respect and reverence for the statue. So they're going to clean up your mess. But isn't that how it's always been historically? We run behind y'all cleaning up your mess. Just another day in America. I'm just saying, what's your point? Now, these people call themselves PatriotFront.us. That's their website. Now, whoever did this wants us to believe that these are the people that were behind this desperate cry for attention. And once again, we see these white supremacists calling themselves patriots. That's what they call it, Patriot Front. I'm at the point now that I, when I hear that word, patriots, the last thing I think of is anybody who stands for the American ideals that I stand for. Patriot has become like a code word or a euphemism for whites only, nobody that's not white, you call yourself a patriot. What is that bull about? What What is your point? You keep waving this red, white, and blue flag, but what it really is is red, white, and white. And if you could have your way, it wouldn't even have a red in it. It would be white, white, and white. That's what y'all want. I'm so tired of it. All this talk about patriotism. You're not a patriot. You're a phony. You're a coward, and you're a fake. That's what you are. So you can wave that little flag somewhere else, all these big, giant American flags. Miss me with that bull. And the Southern Poverty Law Center said that this group, this white nationalist group, is known for disseminating a bunch of racist flyers and stickers and banners and a bunch of propaganda to grow their followers. But they're against everybody that's not white. They're against Jewish people. They're against Muslims. They're against anything that doesn't look like them, think like them, and act like them. So my question to them is, okay, if you get more people to follow you, then what? What's your game plan? What is your point? What you don't seem to get is that there's more of us, people of color, than there is of white people or people of non-color, however you want to phrase it. You're already outnumbered. So you can go and get all the little followers that follow you, like them QAnon people, all of that ignorant crap, and then what? Y'all have no game plan because it's a stupid point from the beginning. So this is Ray Wine, and I'm just saying, what is your point? Uh. That's all. That was That was wonderful. It's just stupid. You run around with your little spray can, you spray paint a a statue, you go and deface a memorial to Emmett Till, you go and do all these little things, and what, do you you get off on that? Do you feel like you are now something or someone? Where's the cameras at, though? That's a good question. Where where are the cameras when these things go down? The camera should be pointing right at the statue. We should do that by design when we first put it up. One would think. You know. But anyway, I'm going to kick it over to you, Papa Didi, living for the city. Let's keep it rolling. Wow, that's It's time for Papa Didi. That is in, that's city. actually interesting. Something to think about. Something to think about. Yeah, you why know. we spend the money on memorials like this, and then there's no protection, there's no cameras. And if it is a camera, is anybody checking it? Are you going <laughs> after the vandals? Or is it always, oh, we couldn't identify anybody. They were all wearing That's hoods. Because, yeah. Were they putting spray paint and stuff like that on there? And, yeah. Okay. They probably, what you think? You think I mean, the Emmett Till Memorial, people kept shooting it. Huh. They were putting bullet holes in the 
I think it was a plaque or something that was uh, for Emmett Till. And it was shot up, what, at least a couple of times since we covered that story. Oh, wow. I'm like, okay, Emmett Till passed away how many years ago? Why are you still trying to shoot this man? Yeah, that's great. Grow up. 65 years. Grow the beep up. I'm going to say it is. Emmett Till. Ridiculous. Anyway, I'm going to step on. I didn't mean to step on Living for the City. Go right ahead, Papa Diddy. It's all good. Well, it just could show you, uh, I think the people should understand it all begins with ignorance, you know, and what people don't know. I mean, I'm blessed to work a career on a job where I have talked to countless amount of coworkers of another persuasion. And I think that as black folks, if we shut the hell up, you might be able to hear something in the office. You know, we stop running our damn mouth so damn much, you know. I ain't going to say, I'm, I'm not going to say especially the damn women, but I, no, I'm going to say it. Did I say it? Damn, I slipped out. Speak your truth, Father Dave. You know, I think sometimes <laughs> when we, and I say the women, and I'm not beating up on them, but maybe I am, and I don't give a shit. Don't so. But let me say this here. You got to stop going to the job and befriending the wrong people in the name of what you think is right. The one thing I would put out to the sisters in the job market, if you see your white counterparts treating your brothers like shit, that is a, a, a beam of light that's being shined on you. But if you think that in the name of the job, if you're going to just keep chumming with these white boys and going to TGI Fridays with them, at the end of the day, and you're looking at your brothers walk out the door with their head held down because they're getting dogged and kicked around, and you done got promoted to manager with their ass, and the brothers still got their heads held down. It's only a matter of time before you get put in that trick bag, uh, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, you know, you got to wake up. you got to wake up, man. You'd be surprised who's who and who's what. Just because somebody works in the mailroom, it doesn't mean they don't have no, you know, no, no... No, no smarts and no talents. And it's not even not yeah. about that. It's like, you know, and, and let me tell you, I, I, I worked in a lot of mail rooms when I first came out of the military. The mail room knows more about anybody. Oh, yeah. Everything comes through the mail room. You know, they push the cart. They, well, back in the day, they push the cart around the building, hand out mail. They would hand out the paychecks and hand out this and that, take mail. Mm-hmm. You know, especially I was in a, I was in a, Company that did like sales, big sales, you know, uh, and people sending out Federal Express and all that. I had a company car going to the post office and sending out Federal Express to get signatures for these people to get their work back and all that. And uh, saying all that to say that, uh, you know, no matter what you do on a job, you know, like Richard Pryor said a long time ago, be happy for any nigga doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, don't, don't, Stop degrading people based on what you think clout is. What is clout? You know, what is clout? What is futuristic? Where, where are people thinking that they're doing what they're doing? And like like, like Red Wine has said, the ignorance is bliss yeah. on the other side. That whole Republican thing, it's all beat up. But the people that are holding on to it, it's going to self-implode anyway. I mean, anything that you believe in is not right. It's going to fizzle out. Yeah. Anything you don't take care of and oversee, you know, like I said, right now, Trump is up there in Mar-a-Lago just counting money. White folks are sending his ass money every day. He's up there counting money. He wakes up, takes a shower, put a robe on, and sits in the room and just counts money and gives blows up to these different politicians. 
and NRA and anybody else to keep his thing going. But what is your thing? Uh, My question is, what is your thing? When yeah. do you realize that you're 75 years old and you probably got about maybe 20 years left to live? You know what I mean? Because I ain't seen a lot of motherfuckers live past 95. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a, that's and a, I'm not, I'm not saying that to wish anything on anybody ill-fated yeah. or premature or untimely. That's not what I'm saying at all. But at 75 years old, man, already you done ran out of this. You done ran out. I think it, by the time you turn 65 years old, you ain't got the same flavor you had, you know? And you need to you need to give it to somebody else to, to pass it on or mm-hmm. do something else. But I'm going to tell you, you're going to be surprised. And I'm just going to say this, and I'm going to close on this. I don't want to waste the time. That You're going to be surprised on this election in 2024. I this is Mike gonna be. Pence, this is gonna. Yeah, it's gonna be. I different. think Mike Pence is gonna throw his hat in the ring. It's gonna freak everybody out. I think out. he might. He, you know what? You might actually be right about that. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll see how that goes. You might be right about that. But I'm gonna turn okay. my time over to you. We'll, be well I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna wrap this up here because I got the Hollywood wrap up going on, man. Uh, oh, I appreciate that. Thanks. All right, what you got for us, Mister? You know, I was gonna say you can hold your applause at least until the end, but I do. <laughs> I got just a quick Hollywood wrap up. Okay, we're back. All right, go ahead, Mr. Lowe, with the Hollywood wrap-up. Yeah, we're going to wrap it on up, man. I got the Hollywood wrap-up, you know. Uh, now, look, rest in peace, like I say, rest in peace to the dog, man. You know, DMX, man, that was actually kind of major, man. Nobody really expected, uh, you know, him him leaving us and everything like that. DMX was definitely, uh, no doubt he's a legend, you know, uh 
they say, I mean, you know, pretty much the world, you know, they still not really, really over the the laws. So, you know, he's one of the most polarizing, you know, type of guys that you you ever would see as far as in the um, in the hip hop community and everything like that. He's definitely a legend. His death came as a shock, and uh, his energy in life always uh, just it just felt so immortal, you know. Um, but um, even with him passing away, uh, Earl Simmons uh, would never be forgotten. Uh, as long as Earth has been, I, I think that that's actually his real name. So, uh, Earl, you know, when you when you say that, even though we know him as a dog, we know him as X, but Earl Simmons just as a person, you know, at the end of the day, um, his, you know, he he's just a legend, man. His uh, funeral was beautiful. Everything everything happened, but um, they actually um, Def Jam, they they spent over about three hundred thousand for it. Uh, they they spent wow. about to cover all the costs and everything like that for the funeral for DMX and everything like that for the dog. Oh, they spent over 300 racks, man. They spent over 300 racks to make sure it was perfect and everything like that. If you missed it, you might be able to find it on YouTube. Uh, you'll be able to check it out and stuff like that. But yeah, um, Def Jam, um, they spent they spent over 300, you know, 300k just to kind of make sure everything was everything, man. He deserved it, man. And um, on another note, uh, I know y'all may have seen the, the new show, The Upshaws. The Upshaws, uh, that's on Netflix now. Uh, but they might be going for another round. Cause uh, we hey. all we all we all saw the first. I thought I, I look. I saw it. You know. Um, I did like that show. Me and my you know uh, my family, my lady, and all that. It you you don't really have too many like new type of like like black shows. You know like and stuff like that. Cause mm-hmm. you know back in the day we had Fresh Prince, we had Martin, we had you know uh, uh, you know then you had like Cosby Show, you had uh, yeah, you know all that kind of stuff. So. Bringing the upshaws was a little bit family different, matters. and yeah, yeah, family matters, you know, uh, you know, uh, but yeah, the upshaws was something different, man, and like they were a little more, it was still family oriented, but it was a little more like adult oriented, adult oriented, but it was kind of like real because that's how in in the household, that's how these people is talking, you know what I mean, yeah. and for for most households, but yeah, they coming out, they may come out with a season two, it's growing. And everything like that, and uh, they may have like, they may have like six more episodes on top of what they normally have for season two. And this is on one. which network? It's Netflix. It's Netflix, and um, all right. You know, actually, uh, Wanda Sykes, um, you know, co-created by Regina Hicks and Wanda Sykes. Wanda's a legend too, uh, to be honest with you. She, I love her. She's a legend, you know, uh, but um. Yeah, stay tuned for that, man. Look out for that. Uh, the Upshaws, they got a season two coming out. Um, of course, you know, you got Mike Epps in there and everything like that. Yeah, so. he's good on there. Yeah, he's pretty good. And, you know, they, they portrayed it in a certain way that was not too bad, you know, uh, where, you know, yeah, he's working. He's he's a good black man. He ain't doing nothing bad. He just... Okay. <laughs> yeah, but uh, look out for that, though. But, yeah, it's Hollywood wrap-up. uh Yep, and uh, look out for Upshaw's uh, season two coming up. All right, thank you, Mr. Love. Uh-huh. All right, we got a few minutes left. We're going to hit this kiss it list. Uh, where's Papa Didi? I'm right here. Papa Didi, can you tell everybody quickly what is the kiss it list? Kiss it list? Oh, yeah, we need to know who to, yeah, yeah. Tell, yeah. That's a group of people that killed their butt Heine over the last week or so and put them on blast. Dedicate a song for him. Uh-oh. All right. Well, I got a few names on the list, so you can start with those. I got bars. Yeah, whoever you got, let's call them out. 
we're going to run out of time. So who you got? Mike Lindell, who's Trump's kiss up. Oh, yeah, the pillow Ikea man. Ikea in Atlanta. Who, uh, Kyle Closter. Put watermelon down there for For Juneteenth. Remember this thing, Rudy Giuliani. Oh, Rudy staying Mitch in the Mitch McConnell, booth. your boy. Uh, Matt ah. Gates. Uh, uh, what's this here? What's we got? Oh, all of these uh, white nationalist organizations. All of y'all. Yeah. Join the kiss it list. Absolutely. Anybody else? Um, they're bored. They got nothing else to do, and their life is messed up. Marriages are messed up. Yeah. Did you say Mitch McConnell and his wife? Yeah, Mitch is on there. Mitch got to get on there. Yeah, he got to be on. Okay. All right. Is that everybody for this week? It might be. All right. We got a special prize for him. Here Kiss it is. My empire. Kiss my ass. You can just kiss my ass. Baby, you can just kiss my ass. Oh. You can't kiss my country ass. I said if you got a problem with any of that, you can't kiss my natural born redneck to the bone. All right, welcome back to the John Party. I'm one host, Papa DJ. I'm here with Red Wine. Oh, Squad Dog. And special guest, Mr. Lowe. Uh, it's been a pleasure. This is Mr. Lowe. Well, we're down to the last word, and we're going to get on out of here. What's your last word, right. Papa DJ? My last word is ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is everywhere. People are on a cycle. They're on a, uh, what do you call that thing? Like, oh, they do it over and over um, again. A treadmill? No, no, the thing that you say that when people, they're on, a, they're on a short circuit cycle that they learn from ignorant people and trying to pass it on. But hopefully our young kids coming up will block that and get things in another direction. So keep on teaching the children because the children are smart as hell. So don't give up kids because that's our saviors going forward. Okay. What's your last word, Mr. Luck? Well, I wanted to say, man, you know, with um, our community and everything like that, the only thing I want to say is that, man, we got to start Remembering and, and, and understanding the value of life, you know, the value of life and everything like that, because we just, I don't know, man, uh, generations change and things like that, but especially as young black men, we just got to understand, man, the value of life is understanding and just learning and, uh, you know, uh, you know, everything don't have to be that is, you know, everything don't have to lead to to. You know, to death, you know what I mean? Uh, sometimes you want to understand life before you create death, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, man, uh, we'll get more into that up time. But, you know, this is a dog, man. You know, so I'm going to give it to you. I give it to you. And you got to get it how I'm giving it. You understand what I'm saying? So. Okay. So this is Red Wine. And my last word is... For those who still feel some kind of way about getting that vaccination for COVID, please reconsider and get the vaccine because now the people that are being hospitalized, like 99% of the people being hospitalized from COVID are the people that were non-vaccinated. It's getting to that point. 
You know, we're trying to survive as a people, as a community, as a country. So let's do what we got to do so we can all start to live again. That's my last word. So we're going to get on out of here. Thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. We appreciate your time. We'll do it again next week. This is the Pajama Party Show. Uh, Are we saying goodnight, everybody? This is Red Wine, and I'm saying goodnight. Oh yeah, no, I had to give me, I had to, I had to give my last, my last drink for the pajama party. We shut it down, but we definitely, man, dog is out. You know, uh, good night, everybody. Love y'all. Y'all be safe. Papa Didi. You know. Good night, everybody. Yeah. All right. Keep your head to the sky. That's right. That's right. It is. Look, at, look at more than one news program. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Expand your mind. You might learn something. That's right. That's right. All right. Appreciate you guys. We'll do it again next Friday night. Until then, we're out. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Yabi ko. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night, and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show, and good night.